We are. Yeah. Yep. It is a we bonus are. episode. Sure enough. Uh, bonus music is playing right now in the background. <laughs> I think a week or two ago, your, uh, your Instagram sound was on or something. Like oh, was you it? opened your phone, remember? And, and I was like, yeah. oh, it's on a little bow chicka wow wow. And you're like, it was kind of bow chicka wow wow. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's a da- dancing monkey feeding a dog. <laughs> what? <laughs> I have no idea. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, it was a recent episode we were talking. I don't remember. It was within the last couple of weeks. We talked about, uh, I think it was another bonus episode. I had I mentioned so. um, that I had for years and oh, 15 years now uh, been prefabbing things. Uh, it started for me. And that's what we should talk about today, Andy. I think you brought it up. It was, I thought it was a good topic. Um, when I got into like prefabbing things, it was, I, I had it in my head that there were c- certain things we do on our job. Let's say you're doing a, like a water heater change out. Yeah. Uh, or uh, if you're into new construction, there's a lot of prefab that's been going on for years and years. And if you, if you're not paying attention, just think about, uh, you know, shower valves that are pre-made you know, all cut to length, all put together, that kind of stuff. Right. Absolutely. And I, I remember when I was uh, starting out on my own, it was that kind of thing that kind of motivated me to look at like what we were doing, a water heater change out or tankless install, or maybe it was an electric boiler or something where I could look at that task and all the things you got to accomplish while you're on site. And I looked at some of the things I'm like, well, what if this was already done? Yeah. What if this pump already had flanges on it? Yep. Or what if I had all my adapters screwed onto the side of that indirect water heater or something like that, you know? Yeah, absolutely. There's, there's a lot of that, that, that you can, you can do without committing or without over committing. And that's always yeah. my, I, I would say it, it's, it's my like number one fear of doing like all a whole bunch of prefab on a boiler change out. If you, you know, for instance, is that I'm going to go in and I'm going to do all this prefab and we're going to have all, have these these things built and then I'm yeah. going to be like ah, I wish that was on the other side. And yeah. Then I you know you go oh well maybe I guess we'll save that for the next job and we build it build it again you know and it's not lost it's just not beneficial to this job. So I think you can get around that and and avoid that pretty easily. Um, you, I, I think when I started out and I would do like, we do a lot of electric boilers here or we, we used to, and it was pretty popular for a long time. It's not on, it's not maybe as popular, but, um, electric boilers are a normal thing here in Minnesota. We sure. have cheap electric and there are incentives and all this stuff. We don't need to get into that, but an electric boiler for a house is not large physically. Right. And it is something that you can put on a small piece of plywood that's been cut down with a fair amount of piping added to it and, and condense it into a small space. And cause there are so few components oftentimes when you're dealing with electric boilers yeah. and um, not to get technically into that, you know, into the technicalities of all that. But I looked at that and I'm like, wow, I could like do this whole thing and show up with it and hang it on the wall and then just make some like intermediate piping connections, that kind of stuff. Right. And I was off and running and then it got me to expand and like, but my point is is that you can avoid that. Like, (laughs) 
you know, doing things most of the time that end up not being useful or didn't did not in fact save you any time because you you have to consider every one of these jobs like should I re, should I build it first like is it going to make sense if I do it right and then you got to kind of document all things you have to be thinking about when you first look at that project right right so the first couple you get nervous on but the second and the th- or the third and the fourth and the fifth you're like yeah, I got this cuz I've done it and it works you know what I mean yeah you can't let it get in your way too much. But like I even do stuff now where I'm just, you know, a lot of the jobs we do, we tend to do the same kinds of things over and over. We're mm-hmm. using the same materials typically. You yeah. know what I mean? I'm sure yeah. every one of these is a little bit different than the last, but you're buying the same components. If you're not, I'd be surprised because I know I do. I know you do. You know, we <laughs> right. you get used to what you like and what works for you and you just kind of replicate that over and over so like zone valves i buy those calefis with the unions on them and yeah i put them together in my shop if i got 10 minutes i can put together four or five zone valves yeah but i'll tell you what it's a pain in my butt to do it when i'm sitting in that dark dimly lit mechanical room and i got a thousand components on my table and i got to make room just to put i feel like i'm set back by it when i'm doing it on the job Yep. I, I, we, and this is one of the things that we use that, um, that's that time saver thing is those Alberta teas, you know, yep. cause a uh, pulled, pulled tea rail. Yep. Um, so manifold you, know, you, build, you got a thing. Yeah. Manifold basically. And, you know, we'll do that. And, you know, now with the Kalefi style zone valves, I don't, it, it doesn't matter because it doesn't matter which way I, I just press the adapters on one side of that manifold. Yeah, because they're unions. They're unions, and the, I can. It could be on the supply. It could be on the return. It could be left. It could be right. It could be up. It could be down. It doesn't really matter. Right. Um, and just because I can swivel them all around and, and change them out that way, so that's definitely one thing that that uh, we've found is you know is finding that universal part. Um, you know, we've talked about that you know over the years about you know low loss headers. Yeah, we were just talking the other day that you know that residio. Um, Oh, uh, what is it? The little residio red inch and yeah. a quarter low loss header. It's inexpensive. And the inch and a quarter model will go inch and a quarter or one inch press. And you can get inch and a quarter FIP for it. And, you know, it's just kind of a universal fit. Uh, you know, yeah, so that it's selecting components that allow you to be more flexible too can, yeah. can help. And it's not necessar- necessarily even like a, a fab thing or, you no. know, it's just, quicker once you get to the job a lot of the you know that that brings the you know webstone one of our sponsors absolutely they make a ton of products that fit right into the mentality of what we're talking about like being prepared and cutting down steps and processes by combining materials and things but yeah like i even look back you know you guys do you code requirement uh good bad whatever it doesn't matter uh, you guys do like the flex supplies on a, on a tank water heater. Sure. Um, yep. Okay. The advent of those <laughs> integrated with oh a ball gosh. valve for the cold side. Are you kidding me? That's prefab right there though. If you think yeah. about it. Yeah. And, absolutely. Um, but see they, we don't in our market here, uh, you, you certainly could use uh, flexible supplies. Now they're in our code. Uh, at one point in time, they weren't uh, allowed. Okay. They are now. Uh, obvious, I mean, for obvious reasons, they are, but 
Uh, but you just don't see them, right? So like if you've ever seen me install a video of me installing a tank water heater, you have seen me hard pipe it. That's just yeah. the way it is. Yeah. Um, but in a lot of cases, you can have like that, yeah. that first section of pipe out of the, you know, with a female adapter on it and into a ball valve and like, you can have yeah. that kind of stuff made up and believe it or not, having a couple of those just in a bin in your van can really quicken things up for you. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely can. And that's, and that's, I think that, I guess the, the, the notes I had on our, uh, our podcast notes here was prefab and prep for efficiency, Yeah, you know, and that's, and that's the big thing is, is looking at, you know, in my mind, because I don't prefab as much. Yeah. And there's been some times um, where Rob and I have come out to the shop and we put a boiler on a piece of plywood and built the thing start to finish. You yeah. Because yeah. I knew that this is going to fit in this room. Yeah. It's going to yeah. work. We're not yeah. going to change it. I can likely guarantee that it's not going to change any. Uh, it doesn't have to. You can do yeah. it. If you know that, you can do it. It's fine. Yep. And so, you know, you can do that kind of thing. And that, that prep for efficiency part of it is, is just that, you know, I mean, I was uh, going in the shop, we got a, a pretty cool boiler install going this week, um, another Viesman install, and it was, you know, grabbing two different styles of neutralizers, wall mount and a, and a floor mount, um, grabbing a, you know, a, a box of zone valves grabbing the zone controls, you know, starting to stack all of this stuff up into a pile so that we know that we're loaded up, we're ready to roll. Um, It's one of the reasons why I use the 80 magnets. You know, they, you can do copper, um, compression copper into them, or you can do, you know, female iron pipe connection out of it, you know, and, and the, and the connections swivel. So it's really cool because I can put the thing anywhere. Yeah. And, and it's kind of universal, but it's, it's goes along that, you know, it's, it's, that some of those things you can do pre pre you know beforehand you know you can you know get the uh the webstone uh whatever tank service valve the expansion yep. tank service valve you'd screw that on the tank on the tank and have a male adapter and the other two you know press male adapter yep. out the other two fittings and maybe even a fill valve and a backflow preventer screwed on the thing and that way it's like okay this is done i'm going to bolt this on the wall and now i can pipe from this to the next thing and that's, and that's, yeah. So you're hitting on, you're hitting on all the cylinders here. You, to, to me, it, you start with the kind of materials you order. Uh, obviously you have to try new things and some things don't, you don't love and you don't repeat, but you have, you, you do have to look at what is available and look at these innovative products and think like, how will that save me time? And if it, how much time, because then these things do cost more, you know? So like, am I really saving the the amount of time is equate into savings because of the extra cost, but right. you're, you know, that, that whole efficiency thing, if you're doing the same things over and over, and that's what I was bringing up earlier is like, we tend to buy the same materials. We tend to put these systems together, the same, you know, similar to the last over and over. Well, look at each one of those components. Like there's like, you like that's tank service valve. Yeah. Are you going to use one on every job? Okay. If you are, then every one of them needs a fill valve connected to it. Yeah. Every one of them needs at least males, male adapters connected to it. Every one of them is going to screw on the top of an expansion tank. You know, so right. those are things that could be done in the shop. And then 
let's wrap this up, but I want to bring it up because it, it gets, it's in my comments every time I post a video and everything you invariably you'll get a, a, a slew of comments that maybe come from different angles. Maybe it is another owner or maybe it is an employee or maybe it's somebody that doesn't quite understand the whole process of bid work and, and uh, you know, people are going to be, yeah, but do you bill for that time? And I, and I think in my head, I'm like, well, I mean, the job, I'm going to get paid X amount of dollars for the job. Yeah. Regardless of how long it takes me. <laughs> yep. Yeah. The, fa- the faster I do it, the more I get paid. Yeah. And so people are always like, it, it, I, I tend to read into the comments or I see them literally saying things like, well, you're still going to, you know, how do you bill for your time on the job? Well, I mean, if I'm on the job for less amount of time, the people knew what it was going to, co- I'm not charging time and material. Not on a boiler install or a tankless no. install. Absolutely no. not. No. And so if I can do these things ahead of time and it's going to cut down on my time on site and it's going to make me more efficient, then there you go. Yeah. I mean, it's like for me, somehow I feel like I'm more efficient if I load that van the night before. I mean, yeah, I don't absolutely. know. It still takes yeah. me as long to load it, yep. but the next day it's one less thing I had to do. Right. I yep. did it. I did it the day before. I, I, I know I'm not saving any time. Like I'm yep. not dumb here, but you know what I mean? Like, but when it comes to like the billing side of things, um, I'm getting paid to do this. I'm just going to, you yep. know, my job is going to happen faster. Yeah. I think a lot of times I do admit this to myself I and, and having done it for so many years, I think a lot of times, what these little tasks save you in time on the job site, allow you like, you're going to encounter problems. Yeah. Things aren't going to go the way you want it to. And when that is the case, uh, which is often, uh, that usually means that it adds time to your day. Yep. Doesn't I've never encountered a problem that subtracted time from my day, (laughs) you know? (laughs) So, so having things prefab might just be, might only mean that, you encounter a problem the next day or when you start that job and you, you know, you had freed up some time and it didn't yeah. set you back as far. Does that make sense? Yep. It does. I, you know, I think one of the, one of the things that I like to do, uh, you know, I mean, it was kind of working on it here today. You know, we're starting this job in two days, you know, looking at, looking forward to that going, okay, what do I need to do? The trailer's not ready to go. It's got some recycle in it. This from the last job. Yeah. So tomorrow I'm going to hook up to the trailer. I'm going to take that, go get it dumped, get the trailer swept out, get the boiler and the wall indirect and stuff loaded up in there. And while I'm emptying the trailer out, I'm going to look and see how much pipe do we have? You know, how are we prepped up? But that prefab um, portion, even if, even if I'm not doing prefab, one of the things that I like to do is take a look at the tank, look, pull up the spec sheet. What size connections are they? Yep. What size connections are on the boiler? You know, what, what size connections are on the water here? Is it two inch vent? Is it three inch vent? How far can I run? You know, I mean, start like mentally rolling through that game of, of the install. And I'll, I like to try and do that even if I'm not and it, if I'm not even going to be the one doing the install, uh, which is a little bit weird. Um, to, to think about if, especially if you're in a position where you're, you know, maybe you don't have employees is what are, what is, what is my crew going to run into? Yeah. You know, how are they going to do it? You know, cause like we've talked in the past, you know, Rob does a few things a little bit different than I do and that's totally fine. 
but now I'm starting to learn the direction that he's looking at it. And I need to make sure that he's got enough parts and pieces on the trailer so that he can be effective. I mean, we're going to be, you know, the next, the end of this week will be, you know, an hour south of town. We'll be at minimum 45 minutes from the supply house. Ugh. You know, so it's going to be one of those things for a couple of days. It's, we got to, you know, have, have our ducks in a row or else we're going to be sending a guy back to this, back to town for parts, you know, and, and that might happen, but we hope not. We'll see. I agree. I agree. (laughs) Well, let's, I want to leave it on this because you brought it up and I know it's something that you deal with as probably as much or, well, I'm sure more than me. Indirect water heaters. Yeah. You've seen the videos I've posted. You, we've talked yeah. about, you know, I'll, I try every time to pipe the back of that thing up, put the adapters on, yeah. put the cold, you know, cause we're using mixing valves on them. So there's yeah. a little bit of pipe and stuff involved. I am telling you straight up if Rob, I think he's done it once. Yeah. I think he told me, I'm yeah. telling you, he wheels that thing into that basement or in that That's house first or whatever. Thing he does. And as soon as it's but, out of the, out of the truck. Right, but he wheels that thing in, and it's already like ready to go. Yep. I am telling you, what that is the prefab that will save you. Like, yeah. holy crap! Yeah. Oh, nothing gets me more excited about the fact that I don't have to go through that tedious Teflon tape, <laughs> blah, blah, all this bullshit that you know it takes to get that thing ready. Right? Yeah. Yep. It's just time consuming, man. I wish I could take a tank water heater out of my van and have it like ready to go. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. Well, you uh, can. Prefab. <laughs> there you go. Gonna, you know what I mean. <laughs> I do. <laughs> All right. That was a good one, dude. Yeah. Bonus. Right. We're going to play the bonus music on the way out. If That's you right. don't hear it, your radio's broke. That's right. Turn the knob, turn the knob up a little bit louder. Yeah, bring it up to 11. That's right. <laughs> it's one more than 10. All right, see ya. See ya. <laughs>